Let's get going. We are up to the Mishnah on Daf Hey Omud Aleph on page five in Meseches Tainus. It's about uh, cha 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 seven lines from the top of the Omud, the Mishnah Hey Omud Aleph. Says the Mishnah, Until when do we ask for rain? Now, asking for rain is the same tal umotor levracha. Until when do we ask for rain? Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda says, Ad sheyavor ha-pesach. Until Pesach has passed. We quoted this Mishnah, until the entire month of Nisan. Has passed Shanemar, as it says in the Pasuk, Vayored Lachem Geshem, and I brought down for you rain, Myra Umalkaish Barishain, Myra, which is the earlier rains, Malkaish, the later rains, Barishain in the first month. What is the first month of counting on a Jewish calendar? The month of Nisan. Okay, so what do we have from our mission over here? The Mishnah had said, When do you stop saying the Saint Talumatar? And we have a machlaikas. Reb Yudah says, Pesach. And Reb Meir says, you continue to say it throughout Nisa. Now, interestingly, just notice, Reb Meir brought a verse to back himself up. And uh, Reb Yudah just says, Ad Shiavara Pesach. Okay? Here we go. Amalev Nachman, Reb Yitzchak Nachman says, Reb Yitzchak, Yai Reb What's with Reb Meir's Pesach? Is it true, right? Remember about a Pesach that says, I'll bring down rains for you, Myra, the earlier rains, Malkaish, the later rains, and Barisha in the first month. He says, really, Yaira Benisan, do the earlier rains come in the month of Nisan? Yaira Ben Yaira comes out in the month of Marcheshun, which we just passed. Okay? How do you know that? Detanya. Because we learned in a Brisa, Yaira Ben the earlier rains happened in Marcheshvan, who Malkaish is Benisan. So what's up with Vayera Lechem Geshem, Meira Umalkaish, and Barishain, and Rav Meir's translating Barishain to be the month of Nisan when Meira happened? Not true. Meira happened much earlier. Omar Lei, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Bank, Hachi Omar Rabbi Yechanan. This is what Rabbi Yechanan explains. This Pasuk was specific to the days of Yael ben Putia. Which Pasuk? The Pasuk that says that the earlier rains and the later rains are both in Nisan were for a specific time period. In other words, what we're answering is, granted, Yaira generally is in Marcheshwar. But there was a specific story where both the earlier the rains and the later rains both took place in Nisan. Yeser ha-gezem ochal ha-arbe. Once the gezem, the locust, have left, ochal ha-arbe, the locust have eaten. Okay, now what is happening? So listen to this story. There was a year. Okay? What do you mean, what year? It was that year. Now this year was after tremendous, uh, after years and years of famine. Okay? There was famine. Not only was there famine and the lack of rain, but the locusts had came and they had eaten up all the plants, all the vegetation. And that year, seventh year of drought and famine, it's terrible, terrible zakhin. We're going to learn about the terrible things that happened. It's going to be very hard to even, uh, to even uh, mention. But, Yardulem Revia Rishayna, Yotza Adar Vlayadugushon. The month of Adar had passed and there was still no rain. And then there was 
rain, the Revia rains, the first rains, that came down on Rish Chodesh Nisan. Listen to this. Amar lahem navi liyisrael. The navi, who we just referred to as Yoel ben Putio, said to Klai Yisrael, Tzu'u b'ziru. Okay, listen to this. This is now Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Alright? So this is not like the winter, the rainy season. This is spring. Alright? Like, we're done. He tells them, go plant. Amrulai. They said to Yoel Hanavi, they say to him, listen, Tzadik, if we had seeds, we would eat them. We don't, we don't have, forget having seeds to plant. We don't have seeds to eat. What does that mean? So listen to what happened. Listen to what happened. They pushed had nothing. They ended up finding hidden seeds and grain from the what the mice hid. The mice had gone and taken things and hid them in the walls and in the, the uh, ant holes. And they went out and they started planting their fields. And then it started to rain again on the fifth day of Nisan. There was rain on, on day one. He said, go plant. They said, plant what? They miraculously found. And they seeded on day two, three, four. Day five, it rains again. Hikribu Aymer Bishisha Asar Benisan. Yeah, it is. By the 16th day of Nisan, they had already harvested and reaped the grain and were zeichet to bring the carbon Aymer. Nimtsas Tvuak Deila Bishisha Kadashim. Grain that usually takes six months to grow. Gedela Bachar Asayayim. Ended up growing in 16 days. Nimtza Eimer HaKarev Metvua Shoshichach HaDoshim Karev Metvua Shel Echad HaSayyam. Unbelievable. Val Oisei Adar Hu Eimer And that's the Pasuk which states Hadzairem B'dimah Berina Yiktzairu Oyazavoyrem B'dimah B'dimah Berina Right? Those who plant with tears are going to cut down with joy. What does it mean? When they Think about it. When Yael HaNavi told the Yidin, what do you say to them? Go plant seeds. What do they say? Seriously? What are you joking? Plant? If we had what to eat, as we're going to see, if we had what to eat, we're going to eat it. And then they found it. What would a normal person who's famished do? What are you going to do? You're going to eat the seeds. I don't care what the tzaddik says. When they planted those seeds, they cried. This is all we have. What are we, nuts? The sugar? But they listened to the tzaddik. They listened to Yoyim. And Azairim Bedema, Berina Yitzir. Halay chelech uvachay, noisei meshech hazara v'gaymer. Right? We're familiar with the beautiful Shira Malas. A person who walks, uvachay and cries, noisei meshech, he carries hazara, carries the containers full of seeds, when the ox was plowing, the ox was crying. Yeah? The, the ox doesn't want to work. It's hungry. Yeah? And as it's plowing, what's happening? It's crying. What's going to be? And then on its way back, it already sees the sprouts. The zehu 
go back, there's going to be gladness. My no say alamosov, right? The famous Yiddish joke, no say alamosov. So why did you just say it? So we asked, that's, my, that's, that's the joke to the kid. No say alamosov. You just said alamosov. All right, fine. My no say alamosov. Over Chizda Amila Masisa Tana Kana Zeres Shibayles Zer Sayin. That the uh, something which originally was the size of a Zeres, which is the lower arm. Okay. Ended up being double of what was originally, um, and, and even more so than was originally expected. Okay. Now, the Gemara is now going to get into a little more fascinating detail of the seven years of famine and the depths that we had sunk to because of our spiritual loss, right? Because of our spiritual loss. The, the depths that we had we had uh, sunk to just a little uh, you know a little notice that the Bali Musr the Chazal teach us we're coming up on Hanukkah in the month of Hanukkah and it isn't it interesting that by the story of of Purim when what was at stake was our physical um, our physical continuation as a Jewish nation. Right? What was that? What was Haman's decree to physically wipe out Klal Yisrael? How did we fight that spiritually? Right? We didn't go to battle. Eventually, we did. We were able to fight back because they started. Right? <laughs> you started first, right? But w- what brought about the the Yeshua? What brought about the salvation? The spiritual. When there's a decree against our physical bodies, how did the Jewish nation? How do we respond? By tshuva, by doing tshuva. By Hanukkah, what was the decree? Not against our bodies. We were allowed to live. The decree was against our soul. It was against our spirituality. When the decree is against the spirituality, what did we do primarily? Of course, we had always the shuv. What did we do primarily? We went and we picked up arms. We went and we uh, we went and we fought. Okay. So What's trapped in the Pesach that says there's seven years of famine and there's also seven years of lack for the land, also to the land. What does that mean? What happened during these seven years? How'd they live? How'd they live? You know, nobody can live for seven years without food. Amar So, let's see. Rabbi says, Rabbi Yitzhak says back to him. This is what Rabbi Yitzhak explains. Shonari Shaina, the first year of famine, Achlu Masha Babatim. They had a lot stored up. Yeah, they had their storehouses. Shnia, in the second year, Achlu Masha Basadis. Yeah, they ate from the, the stuff they didn't want in year number one. You know, you kind of leave it out in the field. Right? You didn't eat it all of a sudden when you don't have anything, all of a sudden it becomes becomes valuable. They, they lived off of that in year number two. Shlishis, in year number three, they started eating the kosher animals. Revius, by the fourth year of famine, they started eating their non-kosher animals. Chamishis, the fifth year, they started eating bugs, creepy crawly creatures. Shishis, the seventh, the sixth year, they started eating the bodies, Rashi says, not everybody did this. Um, 
if you look at uh, Rashi, Rashi says, um, Rashi says Mekzosim, some of them, but still, it, it became like a norm. It became like a norm, right? We talk about this in Ephraim. Shviyas, Besar Zerayasayim, they start eating their own bodies. Bekayim Ashenamar Ish, Besar Zerayi Yoy Chil. When you have something holy in your midst, I will not come into the city. I don't understand. When you have something holy, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't come in. Isn't it just the opposite? Because there's holiness amongst you, I won't come in. What does that mean? Omar Lay. He said back to him, Achi Amar Vyechanon, Amar Akadish Baruch Ulayovar Yerushalayim Shomala. I will not enter Yerushalayim up in heaven. Until there is a rebuilding of Yerushalayim down here. If, if my children are in Golos, I'm in Golos. Is there a Jerusalem? Is Yerushalayim up in heaven? Says the Gemara, you better believe it. In. The Yerushalayim that is built will be like the other city Yerushalayim that is together with it. Meaning, there's another Yerushalayim besides for the physical Yerushalayim that we know the Yerushalayim Shalmala up in heaven and HaKadosh Baruch is refraining from entering there until our Yerushalayim is rebuilt. Okay? Think about, you know, it's, this is so... This is so uh, uh, poignant and important for us to realize that when, when we don't follow in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, we might think to ourselves, okay, fine, so I'm losing out. You know, I find for myself sometimes, I'm, I'll be Michael on more things for myself than will be for others, right? Like, okay, so for us, we don't need. But for Yana, we find out somebody else doesn't have something Sometimes it, it, you know, we hopefully we start to care a little more, right? If I don't have a coat, to save it. But you hear somebody else has a coat, it's like, no, let's go get him a coat, you know? If we don't have Yerushalayim, sometimes we're Michalit, Chas we shouldn't be. But says the Gemara, notice, realize, we're not just harming ourselves. Akadish Baruch Hu also needs to go home. Akadish Baruch Hu needs to enter his Yerushalayim. Just a chasid, so to speak, you know, what we could do. What's pshat? When it says that this is a very cryptic pasuk, let's just translate this. As one, they are destroyed. Okay. Ksil is a fool. Right? So. Uh, a fool gives musr on foolish things. A2, it is a tree. Okay, fine. Amar le. Hachi Amar This is how Rabbi Echen explains the pasuk. Achasi shemiva eres rishoim begehenim. Okay? There is one avera that the rishoim in Gehenim continue to burn for. Mahi. What is that Avera? What is the sin? Avaidazara. It is the sin of Avaidazara. What do you mean in sin of Avaidazara? Listen to this. Ksiv Hacha Moser Avalam Eitzu. It says over here the Moser, the Moser, the rebuke of foolishness. Eitzu is, is uh, wood. Ksiv Hasam. 
And it says, by It is foolish, the, the, the maisa, the actions of tatuim. Tatuim is what we call in Yiddish fardinyan. Is that what it is? What's it, yeah? What's it called? Tatui. Tatui? The planet of Star Wars? Okay, very good. But uh, is it is it a fa- is, um, it's fantasy the whole the whole uh, the whole thing's a fantasy okay Pesader, beautiful so so tatuum it's it's just the actions of of Fardinian. the whole thing's a fantasy okay so you see from over here that that the spitz hevel the spitz the the classic the pinnacle of nothingness is avedizar what does it mean. Klal Yisrael has done two separate things that are bad for me. Yeah, if you go through the whole list in Sefer Yechezkel, there's a list of 24 Averis that led to the destruction. Omar Lei, Rabbi Yitzchak says, You're right, there's 24. But rather, Achas, there's one of those Averis, Shahi, which is, we now turn to the top of Amun Beis, Shkula Kishtayim. There's one Avera that's counted as two. Umay Nihu, which sin is counted as two Avedazara? Why? You did two bad things. First of all, The first thing you did is that you broke everything that used to hold quality. Okay? When you go to uh, the places of, of Ketiyam and you see the Kedar, these are places of Avedazara. You go to Kedar Shochu v'zbainu ma'ayid v'gaimer ha'hemer goya lai ha'hemer goya lai him. Yeah, do, look at the nations, look at their gods. V'hemer loy lai him. Yeah, they go and they treat things as gods, even though they are not gods. Okay. V'ami hemer kvayda b'loy yoyl. And guess what? The rest of the world is running away to foolishness. And what about my children? Says like this Baruch my children. Are also running away, and what are they running to? Stupidity. There's nothing there. There's nothing there, Bechla. Huh? This hamer kvodo. It could be referring to the covet of Klal They're doing it for their own. Uh, hair? No, in other words, they, they, they left their own covet. It, it is referring to their own covet. Oh, it is. Yeah, the hamer kvodai. What? What? Every all the all the beauty and glory that Klal Yisrael stood for. They walked away for Rabbi Zayin. That's right. That's right. For Rabbi Zayin. Listen, you know nowadays. Nebuch. I mean, we need to think about this because the Yitzhahara is older than us, smarter than us, stronger than us, the bigger Masmid than we are, right? Um, but we find pe- people do the same thing. The people who kind of hard, they built empires, they built mishpachas, they built it, and then uh, the Yitzhahara comes and they're just gone. They, they just they, they, they completely give everything up. Tana, we learned in Abraisa. The Kusim, they believed in fire. The, the Kederim, uh, they believed in water. Even though you know that water puts out fire. right? They say, listen, this is what Kedesh Baruch says. Listen, this is so beautiful. Because Baruch says, even the Kudim, they know that they're dumb. They know that, that their, their, their God can't conquer other powers. However, they remain loyal. Says God, you know something? That talks to me. Even if they're wrong. But they're not fair weather fans. 
they don't change teams based upon what's going on. You know what bothers me, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu? When Klai Yisrael are fair weather fans. When they stick by me, when they, it's good for them, and all of a sudden uh, there's a, a little bit of this, all of a sudden they go running for the hills. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that is something that I'm not Michael on. We, uh, a Yid needs to be loyal to the Rabbi Yishlam. Are we going to do Averis? Are we going to sin? You better believe we're going to do it. Right? Halavai, we shouldn't. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, interestingly, in this Pasuk, is not complaining that we're sinning. That's not what he's complaining about. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is complaining that he says, go look at the nations. At least they're loyal to what they believe. And that's what I'm asking for you as Klal Yisrael. And we should just stop right now and just like think about this for five minutes. <laughs> and Rachman says to Rav Yitzchak, my dichsev, what's shot in the Pesach where it says, kasher zokin Shmuel. It says in the Pesach, when Shmuel became old. Now Shmuel was nifter at 52. Okay? Umi sev Shmuel kuli hai. Was Shmuel ever old? Vaha bar chamish mishtayim haven. Shmuel was 52 years old. The Yomar, when he died. The Yomar Marn. Meis b'chamish mishtayim shana. Zelm b'shosh Shmuel aramosi. If a person dies at age 52, you should know that the Shmuel aramosi also died at age 52. Okay? So... What is it? A, a, a simon type? Uh, whatever. There's something positive to take out of that, even though we, we hope to live long. Okay? Amar Lei, Rav Yitzchak says, I'll explain to you what it means. What does it mean Shmuel became old? It means, Hachi Yom Rav Yechanan, Zikna Kotzala. He looked old. Yeah? Age took hold of him. Why? Why did age take hold of Shmuel HaNavi? Dichsev, because it says in the Pasuk, Nichamti ki himlachti et sho'um, Shmuel Hanavi, the prophet Shmuel says, "Anichamti kiyamachti Yashol." I wish I never would have made King Shol, and I wish I never would have made him king. Okay. Amar Lefanav, Shmuel said to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, "Rivayne Shalaylam, Master of the World, Shikaltani Kamaishavar, you put me equal to both Maisha and Aaron. The Chsev Maisha ve'ara in b'chav v'bo'yam hol u'shmuel v'kadre shemai ma Maisha ve'aron le'vodu mas yedem v'chayem just like Maisha and Aaron had something that continued was perpetuated once they died Aaron had his the kahuna continuing his mishpacha Maisha had Yeshua take after him and I'm equal to them. Well, guess what? Guess what I established, Eshmuel? Shaul. Afanil, he's about the masik. Yodai b'chayai. Yeah? Look, look what happened to me. He did a shoulder to Daber. Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, One second. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. All right. I'm freezing, they say. Okay. So Shmuel was concerned about about uh, what he brought to Klai Yisrael, not continuing. Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hechi Abed, what do you want me to do? Lema Shol, you want Shol to die? Like Shavik Shmuel, Shmuel doesn't want that. Lema Shmuel Adizutar, so what I'm going to do, have Shmuel die uh, when, at, a, at a, the Zutar, at a young age, 
Miranani Abasrei. People are going to say, oh, you know why he died young? He wasn't all that he, that, uh, he was cut out to be. If Shaul's not going to die and Shmuel's not going to die, it's time for David Amalekh to be king. Yeah, so something's got to give. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ikvitzalav Zikna, I'm going to make Shmuel look old. And therefore, people are going to realize that he didn't die because of any spiritual reasons. He died because of physical reasons. And this is shot in the Pesach when it says, Shaul was sitting in Giva underneath the Eishah, underneath the tree in Rama. What's the shaykhis between Giva and Rava? It's two completely different places. Rather, it's giving us a message. Why was Shaul in, uh, in Giva for two and a half years? He lost Esau Shmuel Aramasi because of the Tfilah of Shmuel Aramasi. Says the Gemara, Mitchi Gavra, Mikame Gavra. I don't understand. Because of this, Shmuel, uh, Shmuel Anavi has to die because David Melech has to be king. You ever find such a thing? Says the Gemara in, yeah. We talk, do find such a thing. Yomar Shmuel Bar, bar Nachmeni, Omar of Yainasan. What's pshat that I have carved out my neviim and I have killed them the imrefi with the word of my mouth? I have killed my neviim. What does that mean? Yeah, it's not because of the actions, but rather because imrefi says This is my rotsim. This is the will of Hashem. You see. That because of the whole story of David and Shaul, that's why Shmuel Hanavi uh, passed away at the age that uh, passed away at the age of fifty-two, the age that he did. Was this only because Shmuel wanted that? He didn't want to see. Correct. Shaul, right. He asked for it. But if he wouldn't have, if it wouldn't have bothered him, or if he wouldn't have asked to and not be around, yeah. he, he wasn't. Right. Also, I think there's a lot to to think about. A lot, a lot to think about that. You know, this is this was, this was a, a something that was very important to him, or that you know, for some reason why. So you know, but that's uh, okay. Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak, Rav Yasi, Besudasa. Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak were sitting at a suda. Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak, Rav Nachman says, Rav Yitzchak, Leimar Mar Nolsa Nu, Tvar Tyra, Yeshiva guy's greatest fear. Yeah, you go to somebody's house for a Shabbos meal, and the Balabot says, Nu, something on the parsha. Say, ah, oh, what do you mean, Parsha? Yeah. I don't learn Chumash, I learn Gemara. He says, well, what do you do the whole day? He says, come, I'll give you an inch here, right? All right, here we go. I've been there too many times, right? Um, so, him and Marmosa, no, teach us some terms. You want me to tell you something during the meal? I'll tell you, Allah. And Allah is, don't talk during the meal. Because <laughs> you might choke. The other day, Sakon. So that's my Dvartaira to you. Stop asking us for Dvartairas. Yeah, because it's dangerous unless you, you don't want to steal. Then why'd you invite us in the first place? Okay. Good kazak. So he said, Beseder, I won't ask him. So now they finished their meal. So now he's on the hook. Right? Now he's now it's it's time for the for the drosha. Omar Omar Yaakov Avinu Yaakov Avinu never died. Omar Didn't 
we won't find the Torah that softest Vadana, the eulogizers eulogized, the Balei Hesped gave us Fadim, the Tochnu Chanite, and those who embalmed and bombed, the Kavru Kavraya, and those that buried Yaakov buried him. What are you talking about? The Torah tells us he was, there was a Fadim, there was embalming, there was eulogies. Amalei, Mikrani Darsh. You want to tell, listen, I have a phone. Hashem says, don't be afraid. I'll take us Yisrael. Don't, don't um, be teichas. Teichas is, uh, is um, don't be tzibrachin. Yeah, don't be tzibrachin. Don't be, don't be uh, saddened. Because I'm going to save you. From a distant place. I'm going to save your children from the place where they are uh, in prison. Makish hu lizare. The Torah compares Yaakov Avinu to Klal Yisrael. Mazari b'chayim. Just like Klal Yisrael is forever. Afu b'chayim. So too Yaakov Avinu is forever. Okay? There's a lot of hak over here. A lot of conversation over here. About what does it mean Yaakov Avinu Mace? Does it mean that he actually physically never died? It looked like he died. Or does it mean that physically he did die, but but um, his uh, until today, what 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 was Yaakov Avinu's name? His name was Yisrael. We are Yisrael. That's what means Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu, even in his lifetime, stopped being Yaakov and he became Yisrael, and now Yisrael's forever, which actually fits beautifully into these words, right? That's what it means Yaakov Avinu. When did Yaakov stop being Yaakov? without dying. He fulfilled his mission as Yaakov Avinu. And he took on the mission of Yisrael. And that mission of Yisrael has never ended. That's who we are. Omar of Yisrael. Rav Yisrael says, Nikri. Another teaching, totally separate, but from the same people. He says, if you say Rachav Rachav, she was so pretty, she was so beautiful, that such a person is going to have a, he's going to become a Balkari, is going to have a seminal discharge. Amalei Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, well, guess what? Rachav, Rachav. We just said it. Nothing happened. Yeah, we're sitting here learning Daf Yaimi, and nothing happened. So what are you talking about? Amalei, Rav Yitzchak says, Okay? When you know her, and you think about her, and you say her name twice, that's when it happens. Which, by the way, leads to a fascinating conversation when it comes to um, the uh, various halacha of koelisha and, and things like that, um, you know, which uh, which paskin explicitly is aser, but when there's a real tzairich for various things, if a per, you know, uh, uh, you know, not not to uh, add it all into daf yomi, but really, a sh- if a person's ever in a situation where for whatever reason their mom is pushed against the wall, in a for a bit, it, the, the, it might make it happens. Yeah, I'm sure it happens all the time. But that's why it's hard to uh, create particular gedara because it really depends on the situation. It, it's important to ask, and the, and whether or not you recognize the music, whether or not you recognize the person, sometimes can play a role in uh, a tzad lahakal, a side for leniency. Okay, kavamifri me'adadi. There was a lot of taira that just happened between Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. So now they're going their own way. They're leaving each other. And what's the halacha? Omar lei libarchan mar. He says, "Give me a bracha." Huh? We got to We got to make a kumzitz over here. 
Amar Lei, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Em Moshe, you want me to give you a bracha? What blessing do you want? The guy's walking in the desert by a He is famished. He's hungry. He's tired. He is thirsty. And he comes across an oasis, a tree that has beautiful, delicious fruit and shade. It's giving him everything he ever wanted. The Amasamayim has got a stream of Eres Tachtov that is passing underneath it. This guy who was on empty tank, he eats the Shosomimemov and he drinks the Yosha Bitsila and he sits in the shade. Whoa, what else can I ask for? And now he wants to get up and continue on his travel. He looks at the tree and he says, Elon, Elon, Right? Elon, Elon, Okay. What bracha can I give you? You are so amazing. What, what can I do? You got everything going for you. If I say, oh, I'll give you a bracha, you should have sweet fruit. You already have it. If I give you a bracha, you should have amazing shade. Notice, what's the first bracha that's mentioned that the tree is able to give? What, what, what bracha should I give you? Because what's the best bracha to be able to give a person? To be able to produce for us. That you should be able to give sweet fruit? You already have, you're already able to give. You can give shade, you can't. Oh, but there's, there's, not, there's something else to give. Uh, you can only give if you have. The more love a person receives, the more love a person could give. It's very hard to just keep loving and loving others when my own tank is on empty. Very important, very important to say, very important idea. We, we, need, to, we need to take make sure we're taken care of, okay? Interestingly, just a, an idea on this. The Mishnah and Pirkei Avos, the Mishnah of us tells us, your, the, homes of your, the, the doors of your home should be open wide. What does it mean to take care of everybody? But the first words of are, it's got to be your home. You need to be taken care of. Once, it, you, once you don't feel like it's your home and you're uncomfortable in your own, in your own clothing and your own space, everybody loses. He says, what should I do? Give you a bracha? Yeah, to be able to give, that's the first bracha. But, and, and then even, how do you keep giving? By having your own stream. But that you also got. You have your own stream. You, you yourself are taken care of. Ella rather. Top of tomorrow's daf. My bracha to you is, this is the bracha, the parting words that Rabbi Yisrael gave. And he said, my bracha to you is that all the blessings that you have, I've done kepala on your head, as Rashi says, in Torah, in wealth, in honor, all those things should continue in your mishpacha. Af'ata So what bracha am I going to give you in Batera? Should give you a blessing of Torah. Hare Torah. You have Torah. In Ba'isha, Hare You already have wealth. In Ba'anim, Hare Ba'anim. Ela Yiratsen Shiyu my bracha to you is that all of the blessings that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given to you should continue within your mishpacha. Should continue within your family. Now let me ask you a question. Why is that a blessing? Why is it a blessing for me that my family should have something? Huh? That gives a purpose to our existence.
But why? Why, is, why, why does he give purpose? Just because somebody's a blood relative. Greater to be greater than yourself. And if your children and grandchildren continue what you built and what you've done, then you have mitzvahs. There's no... So, okay. I mean, no one wants to be just in their own... You're right, but, but the mice, so we're limited. But the mice, so we are living as human beings. But what you're saying is, and this is, this is the, the idea that jumped out at me as well, is that our, our ultimate goal is to give nachas to Hashem. That's our ultimate goal, is to give nachas. The more that opportunity to be good and to do good in this world through us continues the, the greater the purposes. Right? So the, the, the blessing of all these things should come out within your mishpacha, within your family, is, doesn't necessarily even need to be the children. It, it, it is that if, we, if we're blessed in a way where we're able to produce kvayt shemayim, we're able to produce kvayt shemayim, so then the blessing now becomes well, Hashem should even get, Hashem should even bless you that that opportunity doesn't end when you end. And it continues. And this way, even when we're no longer here, but our whole rutzen in the first place is to give, is to bring to bring glory to Hashem's name. And if it continues within our family and, and those who are uh, those who are close to us, that is uh, that is mamish a tremendous bracha. And uh, you know, to be able to keep giving, giving to the world and to keep giving to the Rebbe Okay, we're going to hold it here for this evening. It's a Wednesday. Okay, we will pick up from here tomorrow night, same time. Have a wonderful, wonderful night, everybody.